Hello, hello, and welcome. Welcome back. This is the PhD podcast. My name is Kellen King. I'm Tommy DeSalt. Um, guys, scams. Ever heard of them? Ever gotten scammed before? <laughs> yeah. There's one that happened in Fort Worth that I want to talk about here in a second, but uh, just think about your your all-time favorite scams out there. The Nigerian Prince, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, they do, people go after old people a lot with scams, which is very disappointing for me. Which you'll uh, find out more about here in a minute. Yeah. Well, I think this guy was, he might have been old, but he was just horny. Um, no. <laughs> what? You don't think so? No, because it was a female. I thought the female was the scammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, I'm saying the people that get scammed are usually old people. Yeah. This guy was just horny. And maybe we can just see, get straight. See, I don't even know about that, though, because, like, from some of the stories I've heard, it's like, dude, they're never, it's not like they're actually ever meeting. They're not even, like, yeah, hardly talking. It's just getting enough conversation to get money out of these people. I don't know. And then I want to talk about this uh, while you pull that up. You got it pulled up? Yeah. Okay, go for it. Because I wanted, uh, I wanted, I had a question for you, but I'll ask you after yeah, this. Yeah, and this fucking happened in Fort Worth. Yeah, right down the street. Uh, yeah, literally. <laughs> so uh, the headline was Fort Worth woman arrested. Court docs describe elaborate sweetheart swindle. Um, hey, we could just the, play the video. The, uh, the craziest thing about this, Kellen, is... I mean, the amount she got out of an elderly Indiana man uh, was over a million dollars. Yeah, I thought it was like 2.5, honestly, but I might be wrong. But yeah. So um, most of it was from his his personal IRA, uh, which was 1.2 million. Yeah. Um, so the... Uh, and I bet you they never even... The rising cost, uh, they said over the last five years, total of these types of scams is $1.3 billion. Yeah. <laughs> they That's say fucking wild. They say that this is the most lucrative type of scams out there. What it is is they met online, like a Tinder or a, you know, uh, whatever, gofish.com, whatever that one's called, uh, and they, she said that she had like a sick daughter, right? And yeah. She had like a little GoFundMe or like a, hey, uh, her hospital bills are. So it was like, oh, her heart medication's $20,000. Yeah. So she basically just started supplementing like all these made up yeah. medications and, um, you know, costs that we're incurring and whatever. And she gambled it all away she used all this to for her gambling like habit that she had so maybe i don't really go to winstar but she's probably going up there throwing it up or maybe she's you know one of those uh DraftKings people that or you know just some, some sports bets uh some mma stuff i uh what do you how do you feel about people that give money i couldn't give money to somebody over the phone like that similar as in like in a relationship in a different state that I have never met. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever been scammed that way. That's more of an older, you know, boomer crowd kind of scam. Um, but I thought when we were younger, they always told us, you know, never give your information over the phone, never give it to the internet. It seems like they keep 
falling for the tricks that they tell us to watch out for, right? Yeah. Yeah, to an extent, but the one thing that is earned is trust. Like, Okay, sure. So you think about so much is done virtually these days um, when it comes to, you know, whether it's like solar, for example, or whether it's, um, you know, you're looking for a company to do, you know, multitude of different things mm-hmm. all the way to dating, Right. So then you add that layer to it and the online dating really changed that. Um, but like if it's fascinating to me that so many people still continue to do it, like despite knowing it's like your knowledge is not enough because you at some point trusted that other source to give them your bank account or to give them your social security or whatever it yeah. is. It would be one thing if they met up, but you know, like you said, he was from Indiana. She was from Fort Worth, Texas. Yeah. So they probably never met in real life. They were just like, you know, sexting over the phone, maybe some yeah. Snapchats here and there. I don't know if they, if people that old do it, but, uh, yeah. but they you to give that much money, one point two or I think you know whatever million dollars, to somebody you have never met, is wild to me. Um, yeah, yeah. But we there's a. I want to ask you this. There's a lot of, and I think we've talked about this, like MLM scams. Yeah. <laughs> uh, those people, that hits home for a lot of people. A lot of a lot of people who's listening in. Your wife maybe be. I know one of my friends has told me that his. He came home and there was like a bunch of just different types of pottery on his. And he was like, what's going on here? What is this? Oh, I got a good deal on it. We're going to sit, you know. And so I think what is the difference between how do people, how do people fall for those? It's fast talking. Man. I think you could be, honestly, I think you could be at the top of one of those pyramids. I think I'd, you have, I'd love to talk about this. So, uh, Yeah. I I was once uh, in one. You almost threw me in one once. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. Um, here's the tough thing. I know people that have made a lot of money. Yeah, when you're at the top. Doing it. But it's also people that I know. And I think that's what I was like, well, hold on. Every business is a pyramid scheme. Like... The owner, your your management, like, and then down to employees, like, if you look at a corporate company, it is a pyramid, right? Sure. Um, so, like, hold on. All right. <laughs> hear me out. Hear me well, out. He's it's gonna like rope us into something. No, Dylan. I'm just saying that, like, he, Tommy brought a pers- bunch of jewelry over <laughs> here today. So <laughs> he yeah, here with this fucking Miss Mary on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, check her out though, Miss Mary on TikTok, dude. Okay. Um, I'll show you later, Kelly. Wild. Fucking wild what this lady does. Okay. Um, smart, though. <laughs> smart. Here's the thing. It, your perspective changes. And when your perspective on it changes, you're like, well, this isn't so bad. Like, and we can all make money, you know? Yeah, he's making money. She's making money. <laughs> the she problem. Took her fifth flight or, you know, fifth trip to Cabo this year. They're always going on trips. Yeah, trips. Mm-hmm. And... 
Did you know what I, I, I came to find out about that whole world is their whole pitch uh, for most of them is you are going to earn back the life you want. <laughs> like you're going to have that life. Like you're going to have your freedom, uh, financial freedom, financial. your time, yeah. all this, right? Like that's the number one. That's what they're selling. Passive Can I income. Can I butt in? Yeah. Yeah. They so the whole MLM thing. I don't know if y'all watched the doc- documentary about Lula Rich. Uh-uh. It's like going around on TikTok where people are like basically trying to take down like MLM network marketing stuff is because they prey on like vulnerable women. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you'll get time back with your kids. You're gonna provide for your family. Yeah. Um, it's like really dude. Toxic. And here's what's ironic is when I was doing that, bro. I was grinding. Yeah, it's a grind. Like it, is. it was more work than yeah, because you really. I was making like it was. So here's the difference between when you're saying every cor- corporation is set up that way. Every, I mean, for for I guess the definition of a business is to make money. Like that's the whole point of a business is to make money. I mean, that's right. why sometimes they make short term like plans financially and they might kick them in the ass later down the road but it, at least it made the shareholder some money the thing the thing that makes it different is is that like for uh, give me a corporation let's say i don't know starbucks okay okay maybe the ceo isn't making the coffee but the workers like the people that are the baristas they're out there in the trenches they're actually providing a service the only service that mlm is giving is giving you a product, as in like the MLM, like uh, I, yeah. There, there's a lot of famous ones out there, like but they're not like health minded and yeah, yeah. And it doesn't necessarily always have to be goods, but there's no manufacturing behind it. They buy it third party and sell it. Like they're basically the sell the branch that sells yeah. it from the people that have already made it for dollars, you know, pennies on the dollar, right? And so that's how they like. It's like okay, we'll just basically be a sales. You know, a yeah, sales it's a massive sales organization. Yeah, it's really. more of that than it is like a corporation. Because corporations, you've got a lot of you know a marketing team, research and development. You got you know manufacturing and of course sales. Because you know at the end of the day, you got to move that. Product. I was driving through Austin in like severe thunderstorms, like just to like get this guy that that says, hey. I've got a, you know, this guy will probably do it. Like yeah. trying to like, I, dude, it was, it was like the wild west to me Yeah, because if I could hit a certain, you know, quota, basically yeah. by the end of that month, I was going to make this huge check. Right. Yeah. Or, or get to that next like platform. But, <laughs> but, but the thing the is, pyramid. yeah. But the thing is, is like, Dude, that's the fucked up thing about money is you you're almost blinded by how you're how you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Um and that's when I finally like jumped out of it. I was like, I am it's changing me and my interactions to yeah. somebody that is not genuine and I was like, no. I'm done. See, it's it's a it's the almost the opposite of what a scam is because if you think of like a traditional scam, they're going after your emotions 
to get your money. Here, like with the MLM, they're going after, yeah, your your emotions, but for you to get money, like for you to make money. And yeah. it's different. It's like a step beyond, if that makes sense. Uh, for example, like there's, I was talking to you guys about, because of what's going on with Twitter, with like the eight dollar yeah. verification stuff, a you lot can of get people that are, blue check mark. Yeah, get that. Uh, very, just a blue line on a screen. <laughs> yeah. But it makes you look official, so you can act like you're, you know, some customer support or some airline or whatever, and be like, hey, you know, we, you know, it's like, hey, I'm stuck at this gate and I need a refund and all this. Okay, just DM us your credit card information and yeah, it just opened the floodgate yeah. really. And I mean, there's got to be I there's there's going to be a lot of scams that are. I mean, I I already know of a couple yeah. that have happened, but I mean, it's there's no way to verify it now. So people are just going in, you know. So even that, even yeah, no, I totally hear what you're saying. And yeah. to that point, like even the other night, um. My mom was showing us uh, an email she had gotten, and I actually got one a couple of days ago from Amazon, but it's phishing is what they yeah, call it. Yep. So if you PH. actually go click on the email address, it'll be all these random yep. letters and numbers, and you're yep. like, all right, this is not valid at all. Right. But the crazy thing was that the email I got, um, it looked... 100% like it was from my Amazon account. So they have stepped their game up for incredibly sure. from what it used to be. Because it used to be so obvious. Uh-huh. It'd be like like the equivalent of a telemarketer in India trying to tell you he's yeah. in North Carolina. And you're like, you don't know who the Tar Heels are. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you don't know... <laughs> You don't know who Michael Jordan is. Don't know who the Tar Heels yeah. are. Don't You're know. You're not in North Carolina no. right now. Um, can I tell the my favorite scam story real quick uh, of my roommate just getting? Yeah, how about you tell that and I'll tell one. Okay, that works. Uh, and then you be let us know how we're doing on time if we got to break this up. But um, so you know, millennial. We all have roommates, or we used to have roommates, and so I had like, you know, a couple roommates. We were about to go watch this movie, gonna go watch Man of Steel. Uh, really excited, it was gonna, you know, kick off the DC universe, and um, it's me and both my roommates at the time. I'm sitting in there watching TV with one of them. The other one's on the computer in the living room. And he, he's, he's gotten in this like chat roulette phase where, you know, we went through in college. I did at least. And, uh, for all of you who don't know what chat roulette is, basically you just got a webcam. They got a web, some stranger has a webcam and you just talk. And it's really just for horny teenagers to spit game across the country, (laughs) uh, or the nation or sorry, or the globe. And, uh, so he was playing chat roulette and he just gets up and leaves and we're like, Okay, that's a little weird. <laughs> like, I uh, don't know where he's going. And so we're just like kind of looking at our watches. We got we got to leave here pretty soon. And he comes out uh, in a frantic, like huge panic, like sweating a little bit, pacing in the living room. And he's like, uh, hey, I'll, I'll be right back. And just like <laughs> storms out of our house. 
And I'm like, where did he go? What is going on? Like, we got to leave. Henry Cavill, like 20 minutes. Let's go. What, what's going on? So we go into, uh, like, to see what, was, what he was doing. And his laptop's still open. Chat roulette's still open. And there's this, like, girl that's, like, kind of half naked on the screen <laughs> with uh, a chat pulled up, like, we caught you beating off. We're going to send it to all your Facebook friends. Here's your, here's the name of your mom. Here's the name of your sister. We're about to send it to them. <laughs> and uh, unless you send us X amount of dollars. Yeah. So he had that. And then he, on the next screen, he had like the closest Wells Fargo pulled up. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and we're like, holy shit. Sucker. <laughs> yeah. Oh. He's about to go get some money out and money order across the, or as I think this girl was probably from, you know, India, Pakistan, that kind of area. And, um, so we're leaving and he's pacing. He's still at the house pacing in the driveway. He's like, I fucked up guys. I <laughs> fucked up. I fucked up. <laughs> like, dude, you just beat off on screen. You know, people, everybody, everybody does it. Just like your mom probably knows you do. I don't, he's going to, she's going to send it to everybody, every single person I know. And I'm just like really wanting to go watch this movie. Like I have no interest in helping him out. Just like, dude, we, this, we, you know, Movie tavern, like let's go get some fried pickles. Yeah, get a it's big gonna be okay. drink. It's gonna be okay. We'll watch Man Is Steel going, and uh, throughout the whole movie, he's checking his Facebook feed, like making sure nothing's happening. And uh, in the middle of the movie, it just cuts out, and like his eyes get big. And he just had he just had a projection thing, but I'm positive for a second he thought that. These people are so powerful, they're going to put his dick on the silver on screen. The big screen. Yeah. Holy shit. But that's my favorite scam. Oh I don't know if he God. ever sent him money, but I just told him to not. Just, I was like, don't worry. Like, what's the worst that can happen? Dude, I remember, I remember seeing a kid. This was probably similar time frame uh, that, that happened to. But even funnier than that was like a year ago. I saw someone I, I went to high school with post on Facebook and their post was basically saying, Hey, if you get a picture of my dick of something you shouldn't see, it's not it's these a people got my information. <laughs> I'm sorry, mom. Like it was basically all his post was It's a deep fake. It's not me. And I was like, Oh my God, bro, you're like thirty. Yeah. <laughs> like you gotta uh, those are something you fall for in your twenties. Like out of yeah. you're out of high school, out of college, you're you know, on your own. So out get you at your loneliness, loneliest. Outside of like a text or email or in person uh scam, the Wells Fargo thing um kind of jogged my memory mm -hmm. to a scam story. Uh I was working at a vape shop, newly sober in California, and dude, I mean barely sober. <laughs> and a week or a day, <laughs> like hours, dude. Um, I yeah, I might have already relapsed at this point. Gotcha. I don't remember, <laughs> but the person that was running the vape shop, uh, the manager, he was like, "Hey." owner called well i knew the owner really well uh -huh. uh, he said hey our 
power is going to be shut off. Um, we didn't get the the bill paid. Gotcha. Um, so it was all through this phone call, but I had never talked to the person on the phone. So all they did was tell me I needed to go to like a CVS or Walgreens. And so I'd had no idea. So all I have in my mind is my manager told me to go to CVS or Walgreens. So what do I do? I get in my truck and drive to a drugstore. Yeah. And so I get there and then they call me and they're like, all right, this person's going to call you and give you the direction so we can get the bill paid. What? So, dude, I'm like scatterbrained as fuck. Just like, dude, I'm like a buck. Like fifteen at best. Like I'm, I'm still shaking. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm walking into a CVS, and I'm like, "All right." This guy starts talking to me on the phone, and it was the guy that had called into the vape shop. And I hear him, and I'm like, <laughs> "Bro, our power's not going out. Yeah. Like, this is what am I doing at CVS?" Yeah, it was an accent. The accent gave it away. Oh yeah. yeah, it was. It was automatic. I was like. The way that he's this guy is giving me commands in this accent, not a chance. No. Uh, this is not a power company. That's crazy that. But it's like, how did it make it through th- like two lines of management yeah. to get to me? And they just went with it. I want to know how much money they make, like for that to be that lucrative. But we can, that's something I'm going to Google on the break. Let's take a break real quick. When we come back, um, Talk about some more scams, and uh, we have some questions we're going to answer, too. That's right. Um, uh, Stick with this. All right, and we are back. We're talking about scams. Hold on. You got, like, an inflatable jacket on? Yeah, dude. Dude, Back to the future. It, yeah, I can't. I'm sure it's picking up in the mic. We don't have mics or uh, headphones on today, but I'm sure. They <laughs> Dude, I, we were feeling seasonal today. We were matching too. And I don't know, man. It looks good. It's I like a, it. It's open. a bad choice. I, like I don't know why room. I thought that it would be a good idea. I well, like it. I, I like it too. It looks good. Kind of reminds me of. Uh, 98 degrees, but it's a little bit colder than that, huh? Yeah, a little for bit. a vest. Um, yeah, scams. I want to know. There was a you had a you th- you were first. We're gonna pull up a little Reddit yeah. post, but then after that, we're gonna get in some questions. Um, but this one said, "What did it say?" It said something about it was it was basically um, scams that people don't think are are scams. Yeah. What is a yeah. That makes sense. What's a scam that people, yeah, don't... Or what isn't a scam that seems like a scam yeah. or something similar to that? So what do we got for some of the answers? Um, well, right off the bat, somebody said any of those, this is a six-figure side hustle <laughs> things you see online all the time, which is dead on. I mean, dude, if it was a side hustle and you could make six figures, I think you mean, I would know what it was. There's that one YouTube ad... That used to come up all the time. People make fun of it all the time. He's like, "My, look at the Lambos in my garage," and he, or something. He's like, "But you know what I'm most proud of? These bookshelves behind me. 
I, they're all full of knowledge, and you can have the knowledge too. For, uh, yeah, and he's like, he's like, this. Yeah, there's one that comes remember to that mind. guy. Yeah, yeah. He'd be like, the Lambos in my garage. Yeah, but, uh, I'm more. It's proud like of my bookshelves. Yeah, like the party leader uh, on on Reddit said, I make millions a month and never have to work more than two hours a week. So I started a business to share everyone else out of the goodness of my heart. Yes, like. Those are exactly. Those are so annoying. I uh, like. Hey, I've already conquered the world. I'm gonna give you a little piece of the pie here. Yeah, for a certain Fuck amount of off, money. Dude. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of guys that are that come to mind that are like that, and I don't really want to give him a platform because I don't like this guy. But uh, he's bald. He's got a beard. He's got a little bit of a accent to him. He's a, used to be a kickboxer. I'm just gonna have you figure out what his name is. Yeah. Uh, he would do that. So he would, he had this whole persona um, where he would kind of like tell guys that were, you know, what it would be called red pilled. Have you ever heard that word yeah. before? Yeah. So it would be like red pilling somebody, basically opening their eyes or taking the wool off their eyes about women and how easy it is to sleep with them or how they're lower than men or whatever. And he's going to show you how um, to exploit them. And in order to do that, you have to pay, you take his master class and spend like, I don't remember, I, I, I didn't ever look into how much it was, but... Uh, Ridiculous. Yeah, I know that like a lot of those people do that. What they'll do is they'll say that they're successful or they'll, they'll have this persona that they're successful. And maybe, you know, they are to a degree, like maybe they have enough money where they don't necessarily, you know, some kind of you know, wh whatever it is, but most of their money comes from selling these classes to other people. Right. I mean, even when the, the, the Paul brothers, like Logan and yeah. Paul, those guys, they've done a three, they've done a 180 for me, actually, I'm not going to lie. For a while, I just thought they were the lamest dudes ever. Right. And they still kind of are, like, they're still kind of like weird kids, but they've, they've become successful, but and there was a time where they would have like these, like, Hey, take our classes to be successful and do this. And I was like, Oh God, this is, I don't like those. Those are very predatory because it's like, as somebody, if you're sitting at home and you're like, okay, all I got to do is take this class and I learn all the answers. I'm going to pay what, you know, 500 or however much for full access at this thing. Right. And then, uh, you know, I'm going to unlock all these secrets. If it was that easy, everybody would be on that level, right? Like, there wouldn't have to be... And most of that information that they're giving you from what... Because I, I, I do watch some, like, videos where people will buy that just to kind of show you what they're, tell, like, telling kids or telling people. Yeah. No, and it's usually yeah. just, like, common knowledge stuff or it's stuff that's, like, motivational that sounds like it's like eye opening, but you know, with any motivational speaker or anything like that, they're not necessarily giving you the keys to the universe. What they're doing is, is just like giving you almost just that motivation to like, does that make any sense? What I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, like someone saying they're going to give you the answer, but they don't give, they you, don't the really give you the answer. No. It's just like the, you know, nearby dash rooster three sixty five says Reddit user. 
the trick that CEOs do not want you to know, dot, dot, dot. Oh, those are the greatest. <laughs> yeah. Like that, that, that parallels to me what you're talking about. Doctors are mad at this teacher for this one medical discovery that she made. Or, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then we'll just clickbait articles in general. I know that's not what this is about. It's more of like, you know, they want you to, but clickbait articles in general make me mad. They're not, they're scams in a point that they catch you with their title. And I guess our society has gotten better at like not doing clickbait titles. I don't, yeah. I don't see them as often as I used to. Like, I don't see that CEO, you know, they're mad. At, they're angry about this one trick. That doesn't yeah. happen as often as it used to. Like, five, six years ago, it was everywhere. But uh, now I think it's just like people are, like, sick of that. Like, those BuzzFeed articles. Yeah. And, well, they got to change it up because yeah. everybody catches on. Yeah. Um, hey, let's let's jump to uh, another, another category here. Okay. Uh, these are things that we saw that... Uh, People say aren't a crime, but should be. Okay. Okay. Let's hear it. So uh, Reddit user uh, Suvin Pan says, organizing child beauty pageants. Dude, <laughs> if you want to talk about, I those are the probably the it's, most predatory. It is exploiting, I would did say. Did you ever have friends or did you ever have to do those, B? Beauty no, pageants? I didn't do those. I don't think I had any friends that did. You know what? No, I did in college, but they were from like Mississippi, Alabama. Yeah. And they're probably, that's Dude, probably. I mean, I remember seeing a TV show about that and like. Toddlers and Tiara. Yeah. Put it on fake teeth and fucking. Dude, it's scary. What? Like they don't, they look like American girl dolls. Yeah. And Bratz dolls. They're just like. But think about the person that's organizing it. Yeah. You know and for what? Weird. Like how serious they are. And for what about, reason? Like It's weird to me. Like some of the ones, I, I think that whole thing is weird. But the ones that bother me the most are the like four and five year olds whose moms take them to get their hair dyed, spray yeah. tan, fake nails, and then their yeah. makeup looks like a, an adult. Yeah. Yeah. If it's just like a little kid, like, oh, they have their hair done. Yeah. Or like a little bit of makeup. Like but the we, ones it that freaks look like me out. Yeah, they don't adults. look like they remind me of uh, those adults that do too much uh, work done. Yeah, and they. Mm. Bill Burr has like a good bit on it. He's like, I don't even know what age it's supposed to be. It's like a yeah, yeah. Like they're supposed to be forty, but that they're like some other funny. age. But yeah. that's how these kids are. Like they're like you know they're supposed to be four or five, but there's some age that you don't even they don't they're not recognizable as kids. It's fine to do, it's fine to do, like, if you want to, if they want to, like, dress up. You right. Know? And it's like, hey, I want to, you know, be a princess for a day or whatever, and you want to just, like, take them out and do what you're doing. But, like, it's the same, I, haven't we talked about bodybuilding on this I show? I feel like a lot of those moms, like, were, like, not hot in high school or something. Or maybe they were in their past their prime. And yeah, just either like, way, it's like they know it's, they don't have it anymore. Yeah. So they're going to, they're, they're going to like vicariously look yeah. at it again through, I don't know. Yeah. Real, real quick before you get to you know, the next one, have we talked about bodybuilding on this channel? Um, Not much. Okay. The reason we've been watching this, like, we watched this documentary about this girl bodybuilder and 
But, uh, and I mean, no sh- shout out. I have some friends that are bodybuilders or have been bodybuilders. Yeah. But I want you to know, I mean, yeah, obviously you do look in the mirror, but it is a, it can be a sickness similar to like this beauty pageant thing. Uh, oh yeah. Cause they're looking for that specific, like as a beauty pageant, as a bodybuilder, you're looking for that, a specific look and you know, us outside of those little niches of communities, it looks strange to us. It doesn't look like a normal, body, what a body. Yeah, to look at like. all. And so, and it's like exaggerated. And right. uh, same thing with bodybuilding. Like, I think yeah. it's body dysmorphia. Yeah, but flipped. Like, yeah. in a way. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Much. This one is Ticketmaster inflating prices. Have we talked about the Taylor Swift thing? We have not. We got tickets. Me and Lulu got tickets. No way. It took her. We'll talk about the Ticketmaster thing, but uh, she was in line. She started at 10 a.m. That's when they opened, and I don't think she got – we. she was in the queue for, like, until 8 at night, and I think she got – she was like, uh, we got in there, and I was looking just on Ticketmaster because I wasn't in a line. I was just looking at work or whatever, and uh, they were like – at that point, they were $700, and – if you went through a third party like Ticketmaster and uh, she got in and they were like 50 bucks. So, or no, no, they ended up being about 400 for two. Yeah. But um, she got out. So she, we were like, so it's, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or I think it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And she wanted to go on a different day. So she hit back and it put her back in the queue. And I thought she was about to like, die. I thought she was about to like, cry i was like hey do you need help she's like don't fucking talk to me right now she's a huge she's taylor swift's her favorite artist and i know that people are like uh but i'm a i'm a swifty too honestly i like taylor swift i think she's a good songwriter as a songwriter what do you think does she really write those songs yeah yeah um but yeah here's the deal with that yeah and then we'll she's get to talk a great about songwriter she is a great songwriter I won't discredit that. But if you put me in a room with the money and technology and these producers, other humans and resources yeah. at her disposal, um, I could, I could be presented in a whole different light than a garage band on a MacBook air, uh, yeah. with a couple of guitars and some really good friends. That's true. Demoing stuff. Right. Well, I w- so yeah. like, I think a good song, but to make it there, obviously she yeah. made it there. Hey, don't get me wrong. Speak now. The album. Is that hard. one? She, she, I don't know that one from her. Is I, that one? It's either speak now or sparks fly. Mm. There's, I don't know. It's her in a purple dress on the cover. I don't know uh, any of the names of her albums, but I do. She's I know got, the, the, she's the got, newer ones, like Folklore. Folklore yeah. is good. It's got Bonnie Vera on it or Bon Iver. He's like one of my favorite artists. And you're right. If you put me in the same like cabin or whatever as Justin <laughs> Vernon, I'm going to come out with some hits. But yeah. I think she's a hard worker. Uh, yeah. I think she, like, yes, yeah, and this is a big deal too. Another reason why it kind of blew up on Ticketmaster is because she hasn't had a ticket concert in the last like five years and she's had like five albums since then and so oh, yeah and uh but let's talk about ticket master for a second the thing yeah the thing is is like uh shout out parker mccallum because he's 
one of the first people that I've seen uh-huh. take this route of acknowledging it on his platform, social media about what's happening. I mean, obviously he was selling out all of his shows across the, the nation. Yeah. Um, but it's not lost on the artist of what's happening. And so he started giving away free tickets to every show yeah. uh, to try to help what with what power he has to offset some of that. So it was a nice gesture, at least, of, hey, acknowledging yeah. it and then trying to give back uh, because, dude, and you look at, like, this- some of the artists and it's like, it's like you as the consumer have to make up in your mind, like, what is it worth to you? Because it's just like face value, retail value of a ticket. Yeah. Um, I'll give you another example with, with that that situation with Ticketmaster was a really good friend of ours. Um, had a show with, with Morgan Wallen, right? Um, so his whole, you know, camp has a code before pre-sale just like Morgan Wallen's fan sure. club, all these fan clubs, right? Yeah. Um, but beyond that are these investors mm-hmm. that basically go in through, you know, early, the earliest access. So even when you have the pre-sale link or whatever and yeah. you get early access, dude, somebody's already had access yeah, before that. So yeah. then by the time you're like, dude, there are no tickets or it'll be like, you know, two random seats that are open. Like you can't find. We went straight through AT and T or stadium. That's the stadium, AT and T Stadium, where the Cowboys play. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Ticketmaster was selling them too, and yeah, they've already had access to all the that that bulk of tickets that they're right. reselling. Here's what I think. I think. I mean, they're. I guess you know. Uh, Senate now everybody's looking at how they can fix this predatory system, but I think there needs to be a cap on the percentage higher of how much. Like let's say the ticket goes for hundred bucks, okay? Right. I think that you can only sell it for like basically twice as twice as much. So like if you want to flip it for two hundred, fine. Honestly, that's fine. But I say if you because. Those Taylor Swift tickets were going for tw- sometimes $12,000. I saw an article where it was like 24000 It's just like nobody is, even if it's your favorite artist, nobody is worth $24,000 to see for one night. Like, yeah, it's an experience, sure, but twenty. That's a, Dude, that could be a, almost a down payment yeah. on a house. Like, yeah. That's, there's so much more to do that you can do with that than... And it's just, it, it's basically pay to play when you, you know, I don't like it. So here's the just devil's advocate for a second on that was I'll give you a real situation that happened. Um, B and her sister, pretty big Justin Bieber, uh, JB girls. Yeah. And so believers, we had looked at going uh, this last year. I was going to get tickets. Um, we looked at going when he was coming through here. Um, I was like, like this is a little ridiculous. So we actually looked at, um, but we couldn't find even like three. Seats, yeah, we couldn't so. find three together. Sure, um, it was just a whole, it was a whole mess. Um, but I ended up getting tickets for the show in Tulsa. Okay. Okay. 
Um, now we ended up not being able to go. Um, we had a wedding yeah. in, in Colorado, um, that I had, I had forgot about. Yeah. So I ended up being able to sell those tickets last minute. I yeah. ended up making money off of it. Right. Yeah. Uh, which if, if you see where I'm going, I was like, Oh, you mean I can do that? Yeah. I've done Cause that just like, like, it was like, I was panicked of if I was even going to get my money back. But yeah. when it's somebody like Justin Bieber, right. You're like, all right, truly someone's going to buy these tickets. Yeah. Right. It's so crazy. They bought them like the day of That's wild. the day. Of, like, I mean, like, like, like midday hours yeah. before the hours concert. before. <laughs> But let me let me say this, and I know you've got yeah. some some comments on it. Is it's not right, but like if I'd bought an item and then sold that last minute, most people like trying to get rid of it, they're okay going under what they actually had paid if they can recoup some of that amount, right? The thing is, I think you're looking at it backwards. Well, hold on, is. The thing is, is the person that's trying to get those tickets right. is willing to pay more. Exactly. So that's the difference of the situation is yeah. why and how that works is so they are like, oh my gosh, we can get these tickets yeah. and emotion last second. Let's go for it. But these are tickets. So Ticketmaster is doing it off the front. Like right. they're getting a bulk of tickets from the get go for a concert that doesn't happen until April. Right, and we bought these, I think, back in October or early November. And, uh, like, so there's months and months that people can, you know, and their prices are going to go up, prices are, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, it's because they know to, people will pay it. Right, but for them to inflate it. Yeah. To, and AT&T Stadium, like, I'm, I, I know how much, they have 80,000 seats are in that arena. I mean, and then you got the standing seats and stuff like that. It right. goes up to about 90,000. So it's just crazy that I think it's 85 to 90,000. So I think it's just crazy that they they're just there is basically what Ticketmaster is doing is just saying I don't really give a fuck like I know we're just going to put it this price cuz we we're the only ones that are in your case when you bought those tickets, you bought them and then you sold them to somebody. They are and you bought them from the like the wherever and told probably BOK center. Yeah, that's where it was. Uh here, you know, we bought ours from AT and T Stadium. We bought them from that, you know, from that venue. Ticketmaster has a deal like where they get the tickets prior and they can set the price at whatever they want. Right. It's not good for the venue because they don't get any more money off of that deal. It's only good for Ticketmaster. It's not good for the person who's buying it either. Oh, yeah. For you, like I said, be okay. Set the price. You got that price. Then you s probably put it up for a little bit more, but it wasn't like predatory prices where it was like, all right, yeah. I bought these for you no, know, I 200 a pop. I got like 20 more bucks. And exactly. And that's pot. how much yeah. I got when I sold yeah. mine. I can't remember what, what I, I had to sell them. Oh, it was, uh, I had to sell some uh, stars tickets. We we're going to go see the stars like uh, last year. And, Ended up not being able to go, and I sold one for under, one for over. Yeah, I didn't I was, get a, I didn't get a phone call. What do you mean? Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, I think it was right around the time we talked about it on the podcast, or maybe it was prior to yeah. us, like 
we were talking about it's going cool. to a playoff game. Um, we were going to go to some, like, it was... Uh, we'll have to go to one soon. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, all right, when we get back, let's talk some questions. I know we said we were going to talk about it, but I, I hate Ticketmaster, so I had to go in for a little bit. Yeah, we all um, do. Let's, let's take some questions, and then uh, we will be right back. We are back. It's the Post Hump Day podcast. And Kellen, um, I'm excited for this. This is one of my favorite things. Me too. Favorite is, segments. Is getting uh, some engagement from the listeners. Mm -hmm. Getting some questions in. Now, these aren't questions that, you know, you, you get in your day-to-day -day necessarily. How are uh, you doing? Yeah. Uh, what's for dinner? Mm -hmm. um, it, it's, it's something fresh. So I was going to do this one first because we just kind of talked about concerts. So uh, they said, uh, if you could see any band or artist live in concert, dead or live, who would it be? I want to know all three of our thing. Uh, three of our answers. Yeah. Um, I'll go first. There's, I would want to see somebody who's alive. Uh, Frank Ocean. I really love Frank Ocean's probably my favorite artist. Do I think that he's going to show, have like a, you know, like a huge, I, you know how like Katy Perry came out on the Super Bowl with like on a tiger and shit like that? Right. I don't think he's going to do stuff like that, but I just love like every one of his songs I just love. And I know every single one of his songs. So I would like, and I, he doesn't really go on tour. So that's somebody who I would like to see. Um, right on. Either him. I mean, I know Post Malone's like always here in town. If it was somebody who. Uh, dead, I'll have to think about it, but that's who I would want to see is Frank Ocean for sure. Miss B, who you got? Dead or alive? Um, dead or alive? Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury, yeah, that'd be like good. Queen. Queen. Yeah, that that song always makes Remember? me. Uh, that <laughs> song always makes me think of the uh, the crab fisherman on that Alaska show. Oh yeah. You remember a couple or like back in Halloween, uh, Miss B over there thought Freddie Mercury was uh, oh. Halloween. Yeah, yeah, it's a slight mix up. Yeah, I know. I'm just messing. It, it can happen. Um, but yeah, that would be that would probably be my dead one too. Is Queen? Queen. I like to see Queen. Uh, I mean, they still show. I think Adam Lambert or whatever is yeah. the lead singer. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, you can't really. Re I mean, you can't. Uh, he does a great an job. An American Idol alone. Frank, My mom Frank, saw uh, Queen. Freddie Mercury, I mean. Isn't that cool? That is cool. Pretty cool. Uh, what about you, old boy? Um, ah, man. That's so tough. So Willie Nelson was the first concert I ever Ooh, went to as a kid. Wow. So, like, that set the bar high. That was yeah. the first yeah. show I ever went that to. That was Annalise's no first concert. And I was, wow. I was front row at Ridgely Theater here in Fort Worth. That's crazy. Seeing Willie Nelson. Oh my also, God. the first time I ever smelled weed. Ever. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember my parents being like, that's what that is. That's what that is, that's boy. That's what that is. It's going to be in your life for a while, that's, boy. That's what that is. <laughs> yeah. Um, he this, He's the one that, uh, his guitar's name, what, Trigger? Yep. Didn't he say that he would stop? doing shows and stop doing live performances once because he's had that guitar and he's like it's been repaired um it's got like a certain so many times twang to it um 
Yeah, I I've I have that. talked to people that have um you know worked on his guitar. Yeah. And I mean it's really one guy, but um it's insane to me. Like go look at that guitar yeah, sometime. That. Like and really zoom in on it because it's, it's wild. Fucked up, but uh, <laughs> but it still you know, works. He plays those nylon strings. Yeah, um, and just something about the, the the tonality of that is so signature. But um, uh, anyway, so that would be it. Yeah, um, me too. I I take Queen or or yeah, Willie Nelson for sure. I, I mean. Hearing Whiskey River take my mind, uh, front row, just ringing out, uh, blue eyes crying in the rain. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you got on the road again. I mean, but fuck, dude, I wish I could have that moment over again. That's cool. It's one of those things where you didn't know what was what you were experiencing until like way later in life. So that's cool that your parents like had the forefront to. Yeah. Or mindset or whatever. But uh, all right, here's the next question. And it says, I want to know what's something that people brag about which signals a red flag. Red flags are like, I've, you always hear about red flags, but it's been like people want to know. Everybody's like, oh, that's a red flag. Oh, that's a red flag. That's a green flag. Um, something to me that signals a red flag is when uh, either I meet somebody for the first time or uh, I know them for a long time, and they're just like, I don't have a filter. Like, I'm just going to be brutally honest. Uh, I'm okay with people being honest, and I'm okay with people be like, if they want to, yeah, like, but the no filter thing, it just gives you an excuse just to be an asshole. Yeah, like, don't be a dick. Yeah, does that make sense? Like, yeah. even if it's not towards me, if they're just, like, saying stuff that's maybe either derogatory See, or it's that, used after i feel like yeah uh, or like, it's like a no offense well, i'm just being honest yeah like, <laughs> those you're like sh- for, yeah we get it for we me that's that's what it is is uh like yeah just people like that i have a real hard time hanging out with them a second or third time or like if they're showing up to where i'm gonna go i don't necessarily like to be caught in a conversation with them because yeah you know what i a hundred percent i think my my biggest red flag is like a hypocrite yeah is someone who says they don't do something but they do like that whole so just vibe in general about people yeah yeah i'm just not about that life there's a yeah i'm i'm with you on that there we were with a couple the other day we're better friends with the girl of the couple than the man and uh he was like in a room the whole time which is fine like he said he had work to get done or whatever but uh afterward uh my girlfriend has a really good relationship with this girl and she was like yeah he calls me antisocial," and i was like yeah it's just a hypocrite like just projecting right there's that type of being a hypocrite of like calling out other people for things that you do but there's also being a hypocrite of like uh, shaming, like I, I guess probably what you're saying, like you know, uh, getting on, or not not getting onto somebody, but like saying that you'll never do something and doing it without like blinking an eye, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, there's people that their whole life is wrapped around hypocrisy. Yeah, um, like 
clutching their pearls, saying, I would "Dude, never, yeah, yeah." You well, got a red you know flag. The big it? one uh, on that, though. I'll, I'll just I'll finish my thought with yeah. that. Is is that the big one for me? Is like with drinking and sobriety stuff. Yeah, and it's like, dude. I'm not talking about somebody that relapses and is like actually yeah. an alcoholic or whatever, but like, because uh, I get that a lot. People find out I'm sober and yeah. they start telling me like how they quit, like, you know, or, oh, yeah, no, I don't do that. You know what I mean? They yeah. tell me things that they used to do that they don't do without me asking. Right. But then like every day they do that thing. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, why? Are you? Like, it's weird to me. But that's like their way of trying to relate to relate me. Relate to you. Anyways, I'm like, dude, I don't care. I, think, I don't care if you drink. Right. I don't care like what you do. I think you're like, I wouldn't say your lifestyle, but being sober, there's way more to it than just not drinking. Oh, and yeah. I don't think people, I they mean, don't I, realize that. I've never had to go, uh, yeah. luckily enough, like, at least for me with alcohol, but you know, there's, like, we've talked about tobacco and stuff like that. That is a little bit harder to kick, but it's not as, like, one of those things that's going to, you know, make you, like, say something really stupid at a dinner, you know, in front of, or, you know, like, yeah. act up a certain yeah. way. Yeah, and you're so, not going to be holed up in a motel with some <laughs> yeah. uh, characters of the night yeah. uh, for smoking a, a pack of cigarettes. Right. So. Um, but, yeah, the sober lifestyle is completely different. And so when people are like, oh, yeah, I gave up drinking a long time ago, it's like, probably didn't really have... It didn't have the effect that it did on you, like you know what I mean. When people I, say it's funny to me, yeah, it's like, I, I can, and, but it used to not be. It used to piss me off. I'm I like, could see that, bro. You don't know shit. <laughs> I've been like, in the trenches, dude. Yeah, like man, it, I, I imagine it's like someone trying to talk to somebody who's been to war. Yeah. And they're, they're like, like, oh, yeah, I know what bullets, the snaps, the, the, the cracks, the pops. Yeah, like, this I is my know, loadout like, on Call of Duty. And they're like, bro, yeah, do you know where I've been? Yeah. It's like, yeah, so it's that same idea to me of, like, you have no idea what I've been through, what I've done, like, right. Um, so, that's yeah, a, if you a pop real- a couple of Xanax and, and smoke a little weed and, and you like to have a couple of Modellos, like, yeah. cool. Anyways. If that's, if you're, yeah, you got a red flag? I have two. Go for it. Can y'all do relationship red flags after this? Yeah, it's the same thing. We okay. it, we yeah. can any type of red flag. Okay, so I have two. Um, like meeting people and becoming close with them, but then you see how they talk to their parents. Oh yeah. I don't <laughs> know. It just rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. I don't. It just bothers me the way that some people talk to their parents. Um, she's looking at me a little bit. Well, no, 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 no. Looking in this general area. Okay. I'm just do looking you, at y'all. Do you? Call your parents by their names or mom and dad or do you do that? Uh, I, I call my mom by her first name sometimes, but it's because it's, it's what my you... friends called her. It's like her first name and then the first letter of our <laughs> last name. Our my nephew is not even like he's four. Yeah, and we were having Thanksgiving dinner, um, and he was calling my brother Joey. <laughs> And I thought that was the funniest that is thing because he's a tiny little kid calling his dad by his yeah, dad's first name, Papa or Dad, what Daddy? Dad, yeah, yeah. Uh, I won't say that. Th- for me, I don't like when, like, my significant other calls, and it, it might be different for like moms and daughters, just because they have a different relationship. 
But uh, I I don't like it when they call. I don't know why. I I like when they call mom or dad. I I, I don't. Th- it's not that it's not like respectful or disrespectful or whatever. It's just for whatever reason for me that's like a maybe that's how I was like I always grew up calling my I've never called my mom Susan yeah or, I don't I only call my dad E D to my friends just because he's his it's E D E D baby it's a retro, yeah it's a, the initials are funny dysfunction. so right yeah and uh, so it was just funny because we went over there and it was just basically like us three hanging out the whole time and you know homie was like in the bedroom and then afterwards she they were talking and uh, she was like, oh man, she called me. She was like kind of upset because they got in kind of a little bit of fight. She He called her in, antisocial and I was like, homie, I didn't even know he was at the house. Like, what do you mean antisocial? And I'm, uh, yeah. it's okay if you got anxiety or I don't think he did. I think he just didn't want to hang out. But all right, here's a, um, that would be, a, yeah, red flag for me is definitely, for, for my number one with a bullet is people that like act like they have no filter. For me, that just means you're kind of an asshole and uh, you just expect other people to let you get by with stuff that you should, probably shouldn't get away Yeah, you're by. hiding under the preface of you're just being honest. Yeah. Um, all right, this one this is a good one. And maybe it's because we're, we, you know, COVID happened two years ago. We gained some weight, all that kind of stuff, whatever. Uh, what would your reaction be if your partner told you, I'll marry you if you lose weight? Damn. What'd you just do? By the way, Kellen, I've lost 18 pounds. Dude. Nice. What the fuck? Well, I can't tell what that life preserver uh, is. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm buttoned up, baby. Uh, we might be going on a life raft later today. I've lost a little bit of weight, too. I, I was the heaviest I had been since playing football in high school. Uh, but that was, like, more muscle. This is just fat. I've lost weight, too. So Yeah. Uh, I honestly, like, I get people are like, if they're going to be worried about that, but I think, and this might be a little controversial, but uh, when you're adding on weight, uh, it's, it is it is a little bit disrespectful because you're not taking care of yourself. And so there's, uh, that just means, you know, if either it's a health problem, like, uh, like I said, I was losing, or I was gaining weight because I couldn't work out or couldn't do anything. I tore my yeah. Achilles tendon. Uh, but, I think if you're gaining a little bit of weight, like some love weight or whatever you want to call yeah, it, or yeah. some happy weight, that's fine. But uh, I think, yeah, if you're, is, yeah, I, I think I mean, at a point you got to, if you're, if they ask you that, it had, had has probably gotten to a point, right? If it involves another person outside of how you feel about yourself, yeah, right? Because dude, I have nothing wrong with that. Me um, neither. Uh, is, but yeah. If it involves another person, um, I totally get what you're saying about you know, disrespecting yourself or your relationship in a yeah. way, whatever. But uh, my whole thing is, dude, a true story I saw uh, was a woman who had had kids who her husband left her because of that. Jeez. Um and not because she had kids, because she gained weight. Gained weight. Yeah, she, she gained so, so much weight. Right. Yeah, yeah. Not not because of the kids, because of how big she had gotten. Right. And then, like, a few years later, um, this was in like a little docu series thing or whatever I saw online. But a few years later, 
dude, she looked like a supermodel. Yeah. Like, it it flipped a switch in her mind of, like, what she, her worth, her value. Yeah. Um, and kind of did that. Good for her. You know, yes. for herself, but also just a big middle finger to, to him yeah. uh, at the same time. So I've heard and seen stories like that. Um, but to tell someone like, well, I'm not, we're not getting married unless yeah. it's like, well, why are you with them right, right now? Not a big fan of ultimatums. I yeah. would say, it, it, like I said, it kind of depends. Like if you, like, let's say I usually sit around 180, 185 or whatever. <laughs> okay. If I'm sitting up there at like 285, then yeah. Like I understand it. Something has happened in my life where I have let myself go. Right. So maybe that is like the f- first step in a, like a, a travel back to where I used to be like mentally, physically, all that kind of stuff. But if it's like, Hey, I'm, you know, I'm at, I was for a while at 200, you know, like I said, I've gained a little bit of weight. If she was saying it then, I was having them to tell, I was having to tell them to sit up a lot more back. In yeah. The- back in the, Yeah. Exactly, and then I'm about to fix my shirt here. Uh, uh, but yeah, so like that's what I'm saying. So like, it depends on how much weight we're talking. Be, about. Uh, you're the female, you're the woman. What are your thoughts? I feel like if you, let's say, somebody says that to, and it also depends. I feel like who's saying it to who, like the um, setup of the relationship. <laughs> Um, I feel like you could phrase it in a really positive way. Like, hey, I want to get married, but I want us to be like our best selves. Yeah. Let's let's try to watch our weight and do some like fun stuff to stay in shape. That's fine. But giving an ultimatum, right. absolutely not. Yeah, you need I won't to, marry you. Yeah. You need to have a conversation, but more than likely you are not with the right person. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I tend to agree. I just, the only reason I threw that in there, because a hundred pound out of your weight to like 20 pounds overweight, that's a difference, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you, if you were with somebody and then they blew up like another, uh, they blew a stack. Dude, but that's most of America. That's most of married couples. Like yeah. is, is 30 years down the road. Like, dude, you don't look the fucking no, same don't. as when you were dating. No, but you're doing that together. Right. It's, it's different if it's just, you know, yeah. One person in that, and it's early on, and then I could see like maybe if you lost attraction or whatever. But by that time, if you've been with that person, you understand it's more than just I don't know. I sorry if I'm being vain. I don't necessarily mean it more of like the attraction. I mean it more of like taking responsibility, responsibility. Yeah, yeah. Because what are you putting in your body? You know exactly. All right, this is a good one. Uh. This is the last question I've got right here. I might have to pull up some more, but it says, which Christmas film is complete, utter dog shit? Since we're getting into the Christmas season, we're getting into the holiday, uh, you know. Obviously, I, I, I have a good answer, actually, but I want to hear, is there, we'll go, mainstream, we'll go mainstream Christmas music movies, but I'm thinking any of those Hallmark movies where, you know, she's a a small girl in a big pond out in New York and she comes home for the holidays and she goes to the bar and she sees her ex-boyfriend and it makes her want to get back with him. But then she runs into some 
a pumpkin farmer the next day and they hit it off and he sees Yeah, I think that's on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Uh there's a theory about all the Hallmark movies that either at a minute or not a minute, an hour and twenty one minutes in or an hour and twenty seven minutes in, the like resolution hits like right there. It's the same it's the yeah. same like formula in all the movies. All the pictures are the same. Have you seen the Side by yeah, side by side it's that by way side. In music too. Where the girl's always wearing like a red dress and the guy's wearing like a green blazer. It's a science. It's a, it's a science. Yeah. They yeah. figured it out. Yeah. And they hit it home. My mom watches them. So, you know, she, they've got the demographic down. So I'm going to throw those out. Those don't count. Hallmark movies don't count. What was the question? Like the best ones? The, the What's the worst dog shit? Yeah, Christmas, Christmas movie. movie. Okay. Um, I would say I uh, people don't like Polar Express, but uh, I'm okay with it. Yes, my grandma's here. It's favorite. been it's out, like, what, 18 I'll, years now? I'll watch yeah. it. I mean, it's a story, and then they turn it into a movie. I'm going to say my, oh, damn, I don't know. I can't think of it that's on my head. I can list a whole bunch of my favorites. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm picturing a bunch of movies that are like, okay, here's a movie that I think is overrated. It's not dog shit. But maybe this will help us think of some other ones. Elf has gotten to the point where I'm tired of seeing it. I'm tired of every Christmas. I'm tired of seeing the sweaters. Like, we go to, like, an ugly Christmas party, sweater, whatever thing. And, you know, one or two of them are always going to have, like, the, oh, Santa, I know him. Or, like, yeah, the four food groups of food and one of them syrup like whatever that expression is on their sweaters like yeah i'm tired of i'm tired that. of fake laughing for you it's yeah. been i mean that movie came out when we were in junior high we only watched that like once or twice during the season yeah i i mean it's a good movie but it's just like uh i i wouldn't even say it's in my top five christmas no. movies um i think it's overrated uh, i wouldn't say it's dog shit i'm trying to think i mean oh i got one yeah it's uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, but the claymation. Claymation, what I was actually just They're so mean, and the Santa is such an asshole. Yeah. That's my least favorite. <laughs> That's a dog shit movie. Yeah, I, mean, I was looking at a so list here, um, and I mean, I don't I don't really agree with this list, so I'm going to trash it. Like- but but I, I think that, like, we can name a lot more movies that are mediocre than like worst Christmas movie yeah. but like some people would say unaccompanied minors would be one even uh, you know so that's where I, that's what I'm talking about it's like it gets to this like caliber of movie that the normal person probably hasn't seen yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. if it's like if you're seeing it on any major cable network or streaming platform Hulu Netflix included yeah. um, but if you get on like YouTube, <laughs> there's probably some uh, homemade pretty bad ones. Have Christmas you, movies. You watched the Lindsay Lohan one yet? My girl's coming, having a comeback. I haven't seen it, but there's a no. Hold on, I want to know just best. What's your favorite? Well, I, wanna, I have. I do. I just thought of some movies that I don't like that are Christmas. Okay, uh, and then I'll tell you my favorite probably if I can think of. I got a f- few. Um, I'm not a big fan of black and white movies. They make me fall asleep. Like can't handle them. I don't like the acting a lot of the time. So I'm, and I know probably I'm not. During Christmas? Just in general. Dude, I don't know if you're doing it right though. Then. But I don't like White Christmas. I don't like. Uh, you like Black Christmas? <laughs> yes. No. That is a movie. I know it is. But no, I don't like 
like the movie White Christmas. I got you. I don't like uh, Miracle. Like I don't like all those black and white movies. Yeah, it's a wonderful life. Yeah, it's a wonderful life. Kind of like so. I guess. Yeah, they all make you feel good. But it's just I Hmm. the. I'm about to bust. I need to say my favorite ones immediately. All right, say it. Christmas with the Cranks, Home Alone, the New York one. I like the first one. Yeah, Home Alone Two is the one you like. Um. And then Santa Claus, the first one. So Classics. Tim Allen owns Christmas. Yes, he does. Yeah, y'all are missing a classic. Yeah. Oh, I and know. Vacation. Chevy yeah. Chase Christmas yeah, Vacation. That's a great one. That's probably one of my all time favorite. favorite movies. Watch it every year. Yeah. It is a tradition. Yeah. Um, even in the home video I did of Christmas <laughs> Eve here. Oh, he told us. I told the whole world. Um it's, classic of all time. It's a. It's probably. I would say it's probably my favorite. Uh, probably, I do like some of the new ones. I like actually that uh, Seth Rogen movie, The Night Before. Okay. It was not that bad. I actually really liked. I, it's one of those movies that I went into it thinking like, all right, I'll watch it, and it and it ended up being pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, I think Christmas Vacation for sure is probably my favorite Christmas movie. Uh, I don't like people. There's people screaming at, at the radio right now. Die Hard. Uh, I don't care if you think it's a Christmas movie or not. It 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 like. Have you heard that argument? Yeah, I'm like, man. I, at the end of the day, who gives a fuck? Exactly. Yeah. Um. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. Merry oh. Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas. This is not coming out for Christmas, but we're, we're getting into the holiday season. Yeah, tis the season. Yeah. Bring out the... Uh, oh, the, and four Christmases. That's a great one, the, too. The moose glasses and the yeah. Christmas lights. Some eggnog. Get the wrapping paper, and we'll see you soon. Yes, sir.